The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey, buddy boy. Hey, I need to. I need to adjust. I need to adjust my podcast here. My my uh, my my microphone. Yeah, my microphone? webcam. I need to yeah, adjust the my webcam. A little off. I need. I need to look at those. Uh, those beautiful brown ears. There we go. Hold on. I'm used to just looking at the one brown eye, but I need to see both of them this time. Yeah, not the one that fucking smells like a tipped over outhouse. You need to see these big beautiful baby blues. There we go. Sorry, someone likes to move the camera around because they're convinced that the government's watching them. <laughs> okay, I I do have tape over the webcam on my laptop. I that's aim, mostly because of fapping purposes. I don't need people watching me fap. I turn the camera on when I fap. <laughs> I aim the camera at my penis when I fap. If <laughs> if I'm not if I'm not under the impression that there's 15 to 20 people at NORAD <laughs> watching me stroke. I can't uh, achieve. I need some two-star general or some bird colonel that accidentally got like a whole battalion's worth of people killed in a missing yeah. drone strike watching my junk while I crank <laughs> away at Elijah Akira. I, uh, I, I leave with a dry paper towel. Okay. Well, now I know a little bit more about you, which uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I always love. I always love these learning sessions that we have from time to time. Every day is a school day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you on Wednesday. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to meet up or not at the big Metallica show. Yeah, Metallica is going to be this Wednesday here in town. And uh, the radio station I work at is broadcasting from it. They're helping organize it. And yeah, I'll be down there. If you're looking for me, I'm going to be dressed as Lars Ulrich. If anybody needs <laughs> to find me, I'm going to be in a knit cap. I have gray coloring from my beard. I'm going to okay. walk around in a very tight V-net black T-shirt. I'll have okay. drumsticks, wristbands, and I'll be talking about tennis regardless of whether or not you asked me about tennis. You need some bangly bracelets, too, because he like kind of wears bangly bracelets from time to time. Is he doing that Johnny Depp bullshit? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe I'm thinking like load-reload era. I'm thinking like some kind of monster-ish kind of. Like I want, I, want, I want to see you. If there's any artwork around anywhere where you are, to stay in character, to fully method Lars Ulrich, you have to kind of, you know, do the, the 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 pensive look at any piece of art. I feel like a- I need to do the pensive look, um, intense arm cross. The yes, hmm. this right and, here, and the head cocked really to the side. Gotta, yeah, I got my head cocked to the side. Oh, Everyone around me is taller. The, the superstar, uh, deep hands into in the, the pits, pits. Yeah. deep in the pits. Smell the fingers when she gets nervous. Yeah. Lars' pensive gaze at whatever. <laughs> I'll do that, and I'll stare at like. The most garbage wall art, like a picture of a soccer player on the sidelines or some local politician from the 1900s I've never heard of. Any photo of Matt Stover, just anything mm, of Stover, just mm. hmm, football. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that down there. I've seen the stage set up. It looks pretty great. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm stoked for the show. You know what? The last and this is 
considering the amount of shows I've been to in my life, the last concert I went to was last summer, and it was Josh Groban. So I really need some Metallica in my goddamn life. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you what? I took the wife. I told you. That. I told the story on the podcast. Remember, I like I, we went backstage to meet Josh Groban because oh of Ravi. God. And uh, I was wearing my New Day shirt, the blue one with the unicorn. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, dude, the New Day, that's awesome. And I said, Josh Groban likes wrestling? And he said the most baller thing anybody's ever said to me. He said, yeah, Rick Rubin got me into it. Damn. Who can? Who has? The, what, that's just such a badass <laughs> sentence. I hope you didn't think the show was booty. <laughs> this was before the show, but that's hilarious. That would be amazing. <laughs> I hope the show is not booty. You raise me up and super kick my face. <laughs> yes, you raise me up and then slam me back downward. Oh my god, Josh Groban, wrestling fan. That's amazing. Outstanding, yes. That so, was the last concert I went to, so goddamn, I need some Metallica in my I'm life. trying to think of the last concert that I went to, and... I can't really recall. I don't like going to concerts. I know. You, you, you hate it. I hate concerts. I hate smelling people. I hate being yep. around people. Yeah, I don't like uh, so. getting there and getting back. Like I want to get I want to get get into and out of a concert rich to where like I can take a chopper onto the field. And if you move out of the way, great. If you if don't, not, you just get pinned beneath the running bars of my chopper okay. or sliced up by the blades. If you're one level up. Sure. And I enjoy, I fist bump to whatever that I see. And then I get back and said chopper and we James Bond villain out that fucker. But I do not feel like having to just stand next to someone. Oh, I remember. Oh man. I remember a concert. I mean, I'm not sure if I ever told this. This might've been the last time I almost fought someone. Okay. Um, I was at a concert with my ex-girlfriend whose friend's band was playing at Ramshead Live. And I can't remember who they were. But um, it oh. wasn't Rome Apart. It wasn't okay. those guys. Right. No, no, no. It was some friend of that band. But it was, long story short, I was drugged to a show. I didn't want to be there. and You were not on drugs. I was not on drugs. I was completely sober. And a fight breaks out, not fight, excuse me, a, a, a pit breaks out. Yeah. And I'm on like the outskirts of the pit. Okay. And I'm like, ah, just I don't fucking want to be a part of this. Yeah. 15 years ago at a band that I liked, maybe I'd give like one right. spin around in there and then get the fuck out. But I am, I'm holding a drink and the drink gets splashed into me by someone in the pit. And luckily in that moment, I had that Sherlock Holmes assessment vision. <laughs> That's one of the best parts of the movies, yeah. I looked and said, all right, what do we have here? Five foot right. four, 130 pounds. Skin appears to be greasy. Hair falling out. Let's get a look. Shoes new, meaning he lives a decent life, so he probably hasn't been through much in the way of hardship. Smile on face. Let's get a look at jewelry. None. Tattoos, none. Piercings, none. Uh, let's look for compatriots. I see none. This is a valuable target. Ninety five percent success rate if there's to be a fight. And I and snapped back into up? it. Oh, I mega shoved him into the ground. Okay. I mean double into hand, the ground. Double hand on his back, waffled him yeah. into in back into the pit and kind of killed the pit. I sort of felt good. That he bounced into me, splashes a drink. I shove him forward. He face plants uh-huh. and realizes as he turns around that he backed into someone. Now, in the darkness, with the beard, with the hoodie, with the bandana on at the time, you don't know that I'm not a badass. Right. You just saw older man, beard, bandana, hoodie, covered in drink, super pissed, didn't wait a second to shove you, and he starts giving me the oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I would, I could fight him, I could fight him. Yeah, right now. yeah. I, I decided not to. Dominance. I did. I alpha up on him. I should have tried yeah. to have sex with him. Should have just forced my way on him. And <laughs> like, people started like helping him up, and like the pit got real friendly, yeah. and they all helped him up. And I was given a real wide berth. And uh, my girlfriend did you, did you at the time, I didn't puff out, but I arm crossed. I did kind of. I didn't That's want to right, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, if anybody wants to test me, go ahead, and there's a good shot you'll win. But for now, 
I'm gonna lead you to believe that I am ready to rain down furious vengeance. Which one of you assholes wants a black mask? Because I'm ready right. to kick you in the fucking King head. King of the road. And <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I, I, I brought up. But it was one of those reasons that I don't like going to shows. Now, the rest yeah. of the night, I'm covered <laughs> in sticky drink. I'm not feeling good. I'm not happy. I shoved someone. Sure. I don't like it. I know that I will like Metallica because it's sort of a bucket list thing. I've You've never, never seen, seen Metallica? Nah, I've never seen Metallica. Justin. I just don't like concerts, man. I don't. Man, but Metallica. My favorite so band good. is playing next weekend face-to-face in D.C. Yeah, at the uh, Rock and Roll Hotel. And I'm not going. That's a really it, small room. It's a very small room. I wanted to go. I told the missus. She didn't seem very happy about it. And I was like, oh, you know, that's all I need. I'm not going. That's it. Like, it was one of those things where I uh, I said yeah. I was going to go to face-to-face. Uh, she didn't seem into it. I'm like, never Have you mind. ever seen them? Uh, I saw them once out in California, part of okay. like a four-band set. And uh, sure. they only played five songs. But right. this is going to be all them. But uh, luckily for me, if even if I wanted to go now, tickets are sold out, so I can't. Oh, so bummer. it's okay. I could spend that time apartment shopping. So we're, uh, we're, we're good. I don't need, don't. Now, Chris, I'm going to need you to take point today because I've watched some wrestling, not as much as I should. Okay. I did watch I'm payback. Fully is, caught up. I watched I, everything this week. But I did want to do a fun little hypothetical exercise with you. Okay. Because I thought of, of, of something in the car as, as my mind wandered and I'm jumping from wrestling podcast to wrestling podcast and yeah. reading news and hearing this and hearing that. Um, uh, and we could begin with it. We can end with it. We could shove it in wherever. I would like for you to invent and name a stable. I was thinking with of current, people with current, current with, with with the pieces that are on the chessboard okay. in the WWE because I sort of thought of one okay. uh, based on finishing moves and based on appearance and based on intensity. So discipline doesn't count. Discipline counts. Discipline counts. Because I the still all really want to see that. Give people what discipline was if they miss discipline. It was it was Nakamura, who I think there's I think they're starting to um, refer to him just as Nakamura now because um, Awesome Con books they always book a couple of wrestlers to come and do signings, and they booked Charlotte and and Nakamura. So and now there's it's kind of the. Uh, opposite because now they're calling Charlotte Charlotte Flair. Okay. And now Shinsuke Nakamura was just announced as Nakamura. So maybe, I don't know if that was just in that advertising thing. I know they're doing the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know if that's going to get shortened. I still don't fucking understand what the artist thing means. But Discipline was Nakamura, Itami, um, an Oscar wasn't there? Yeah. Was there, is there another Asian one? No, I think it? that was it. I think it was just an all Asian stable of NXT people. Now, if one Tajiri would have come back in um, in cruiserweights, <coughs> then he would have been great to uh, include in there as well. But yes, it was an all Asian NXT <clears throat> stable full of murderers. Yeah, that were that were known as Discipline. Discipline. And Discipline. Man, that would be great. And they give I would you love they, that. But I'll yellow, try to I'll try to I'll try to think of something between now and yellow the yellow discipline. The the one yeah. that I thought of the one that, a, a group because the, and I'm also trying to think within the boundaries of what the WWE likes to do these days. And we've discussed this before the fact that they have a real bone for the three person stable. Yeah, it seems like they don't like to go above and beyond three people these days. Trios <clears> are tried and true. Yeah, I mean, the closest you're going to get to something larger than that at this point, I think, would be a Sanity in NXT with four members. Right. Uh, but never more than f- three men. They, yeah, uh, they cross gender, which I kind of like. I, I like having, you know, if there's all this emphasis on women's wrestling, they should have, you know, a woman in there. And Oscar did some heinous shit on this week's NXT. You got to bring me up to speed. So, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing first. I was going to say, I thought of a group that I thought of, and I was thinking of combined finishers. I was thinking of combining finishers okay. with a group that I'd like to call trauma. trauma. And it would be Finn Balor, okay. Neville, and Seth Rollins. Okay. And you hit it in this order. These guys get in, they do their shield type of shit. They work someone over. Someone gets knocked down, and eventually, there they are in the corner. And then you got Rollins up first. Okay. And Rollins, he hits you with the, um, what are they called? The Falcon Arrow? Uh-huh. What, what, yeah, he hits you with that. Balor's up next. Coup de gras. Hits you with the coup de gras. After that, 
you got the red arrow dropped on your ass. All Man. three people hit you with three top rope brutality moves, Whew. blood capsule in the mouth. Yeah. Anyone that succumbs to trauma is coughing up blood. That's great. Because you could just take that much punishment on the chest. Three spindly, wiry, nasty-looking dudes. They've all got great kicks. They could all literally kick the shit out of you. Great physiques. Great physiques. for days. Imagine like a concerto, but you have something called, like, I don't know, the Foot Clan, where someone is down there, and they take a triple (laughs) triumvirate super kick to the head where they just kick you in the skull. Yeah, they hit you with the Foot Clan. And then they hit you with all three top rope maneuvers, blood capsule yeah. you bite down on, and you start coughing up blood, and you're taken out of there. It's kind of like from uh, <laughs> the old SGW days, if we're taking it back to that, the Detective Brothers, Hugh Dick and Harry Dick, and their their <laughs> and their finisher, <laughs> their finisher, <laughs> the Triple Dicks. Okay, where Hugh Dick and Harry Dick headbutted you and your dick. One, two, three dicks, triple dicks. The triple dicks. It's a double headbutt to your dick, but since a double being, a double know, headbutt to the dick. Triple now, what's dicks. funny about that is that they <laughs> lost more often than they won with that maneuver because right. they would hit their own heads into each other and yeah. knock themselves out, yeah, giving their really. opponent times to recover. Yeah, it wasn't a good uh, look. It wasn't a good look, but still, it was it was an impressive feat to watch two Benoit flying headbutts yeah. onto a man's dick. Triple dicks. And tri- the triple dick with I, you and Harry Dick. The I love pose. tandem moves. I love tandem moves. I love a good tandem. I love a yeah. good tandem. What happened on NXT? What Asuka do to who? <clears throat> so there was a number one contenders women's battle royal to determine who would face Asuka next for the championship. That's been the whole thing. Nobody's up to the level of Asuka, which is 100% accurate. So the other like 20-some women in there, most of them you knew weren't going to win. It came down to... Um, it came down to Nikki Cross, Ruby Riot, and Ember Moon. So okay. when those three were left, Asuka comes out of nowhere, tosses Ember Moon out of the ring in a very awkward, violent fashion. Ember Moon kind of landed on her tit slash shoulder into the guardrail, like Aye. face face tit first. Okay, uh, and I think she's legitimately injured from it. She may. I think I read something today, a headline at least, that she may be off the card for um, for Takeover. Um, so she did that and then she kicked the living shit out of Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross. So she's and she's just full on heel at this point. And she came down in these really nice jeans. Her ass looked great. Um, so she took care of all three of them and then ran to the scampered to the back. And then apparently they, they you know, they, they put the Owen voice on, uh, which uh, happy birthday, Owen Hart, by the way, today. Also, Kevin Owens. They share a birthday. How about that? Happy birthday to each. And um, I know you're both listening, Owen. I know you listen every week. Love you, buddy. Thank you so much for listening to us on high. And you are correct. Amber Moon has been Ember Moon has been pulled from yeah. NXT Chicago. It is now a triple threat match. Right. So Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, and Asuka. <clears throat> but then yeah, so the end was Regal coming out saying it'll be a fatal four way until today when 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 this uh, announcement came up. So Asuka's full on heel now. Um and I don't think you know, out of those two, I could see maybe Nikki Cross, if there was some help with sanity somehow, but then you cross gender lines. You, they won't have a guy beat up a girl, um, even if it is Asuka, even though I'd fucking love to see it. Because I, I legitimately think that Asuka could beat up 60% of the men's roster right now. I'm with you. I th- I see this in the, the, the NXTs that I've been able to recently get caught up on, except for the past week or so. I still don't see that great rival for her. Now, they're, they're, the, the women's division has gotten better. It absolutely has. Yeah. Amber Moon, I've always had some issues with, with her on the mic, but in the ring, she's fine. Yeah. Ruby Riot, kind of a dork, but I do yeah. like her in the ring. And Nikki Cross is super filthy. And I love that. She's got a yeah. big old fat, gross British ass. Yeah. There are... There are <laughs> There's some, there's some, there's some moving, moving parts right now that I, yeah. I, I have no problem with. But unfortunately... It's almost a, a good problem that you have. You got yourself a bit of a Goldberg conundrum here. Yeah. To where you have created such a monster that however she's defeated is going to be a little disappointing at some point. I, I look back to the Kevin Nash, Scott Hall right. tasering Bill Goldberg. This is how he loses right. his title. This is how he loses his streak. I, I, I'm worried that it will just unfortunately come down to that at some point where there's some by hook or by crook thing, like you were saying, sanity gets involved, and you got Eric Young doing something 
to Asuka when the ref's not looking. Right. Uh, I don't think that happens here, but I do think that at some point, unless there is somebody we don't know about in developmental, that I, there's there's been theories that have been floated out there that I've enjoyed. Uh, not theories, um, um, uh, fantasy bookings. Sure. That she just never loses. That is her gimmick when she gets to the main roster is that she literally never lost in NXT. It'd be very original. She never lost. She relinquishes the belt. There's a tournament to determine a new NXT Women's Champion once she's gone. And when she gets to the main roster, the bit is, is that this is a woman that never was defeated in NXT. This is the new scary bitch on the block that when she shows up, everyone's on notice. But she does have far more vicious competition in your Nia Jax, your Charlotte Flairs, your Becky Lynch's, the the crowd support of a Bailey, even someone the size of a Tamina or the wrestling lineage of a Natalia Hart. You've got yourself... uh, She's going to move up to the next level of competition, but bringing a whole big bit of intimidation with her... I like that. I hope she never loses. That would be and great. NXT, and then yeah. goes on up. And just forfeits the title? I never even considered that. But yeah, I, I, I would be okay with that. That would be pretty cool. Forfeit the title, and that's it. That would be a very interesting happening. I know that everybody loves the, you know, the, the, the old wrestling mainstay of go out on your shield or yeah. do the favors before you leave. But I think in this case you could kind of save your creation from a dull finish yeah from a uh, ruby riot until she starts really lighting up the world doesn't seem to be that person right. ember moon could be down the line i think of everybody she's kind of got the most momentum yeah. to her and nikki cross uh if you really ramp up her ferocity and they're on their way i could see yeah. i could see a case for all three of them doing it but right now not yeah, agreed. So that's uh, that was the big thing. Also, Hideo Itami came back in action and beat up Kona Reeves. Um, and then next week's will determine the main event. So Bobby Roode is going to defend against either Roderick Strong or... Um, oh, fuck. Who's he going to face? Itami. It's Itami you- and Strong next week on NXT. And the winner will face Roode for the title at uh, TakeOver Chicago. I hear we got another heartstring-yanking Roddy vid. We did. It focused on his uh, his years in Ring of Honor and his current um, relationship. His fiance is one of the four horsewomen of, uh, of, of MMA. Um, I forget her name because I don't really follow yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Apologize on that, Roddy. Uh, he kicked me in the chest, so we're cool. Um, you guys are buddies. Yeah, we're, we're, we're BFFs. But yeah, that, that was good. Um, <clears throat> I have a feeling... Since they've been doing that, that he's going to win against Itami uh, for the time being. Although, I don't know. It seemed like Itami had been getting in Rude's face. I don't know. It could go either way. That's a good thing. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I'm sure spoilers are already out there. I don't know if it's been taped or not. But Poor Itami. Is he is he just so snake bit as someone in NXT? Can, is he... I mean, let's let's look here. When he was signed like three is Three years. Two or three years. He was signed to... NXT in 2014. Uh, he was reported on 2014, two, uh, June 27th. Tokyo Sports reported that Kenta has signed with the WWE and he debuted September 11th at a fatal four way uh, Hideo Itami, meaning the hero of pain. So coming up this September, it will have been three years, which is a long time in NXT for someone that came in with the. The the blessing fanfare. of a Daniel Bryan, the fanfare, yeah. yes, of of a Finn Balor, of a Kevin Steen, of a you know Shinsuke Nakamura, but the poor dude has just been so damned snake bit by yeah, injuries. injuries and repeated injuries. Yeah. At some point, you have to wonder: uh, Are they like, hey, let's not heap too much on it? By the way, he's going to be thirty seven <laughs> soon. All right. Mm. I mean, he's 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 36, actually just turned 36. So pardon me. He's 36, 37 next March 12th. But he's not a young man. And yeah. that many years down there, at some point if I'm him, if I'm not up by next uh if I'm not up by the next call up, by the next superstar shakeup or draft or whatever you do next year after WrestleMania, yeah. I'm maybe looking to go back to New Japan. Maybe, but you know, New Japan's even uh, a more difficult place to work physically because they work a lot harder and a lot stiffer over there. Well, snug, not stiff, but not, um, snug, not stiff. You know, you look at like 
you know, AJ Styles has gone on record as saying, like, you know, I, I did a lot of really good work on, um, you know, in my career over in Japan, but that style isn't for longevity. And Kenny Omega has been saying the same thing, even though he's still under contract and probably will be till June. So I'll take that free month of rent whenever or until January, rather. You got so it. You got it. You got SummerSlam uh, day after SummerSlam. Well, he's day under after contract SummerSlam. till January. That's it. Everything can change. Anything can change. <laughs> Anything can change. I got till SummerSlam. Rumor has it he may win the uh, win a title at uh, one of the Long Beach shows New Japan's doing, which sold out instantly. So that's wow. good because they're they're trying to expand into um, into the U.S. and they did two night. They're doing two nights at the Long Beach Amphitheater, you know, where Iron Maiden recorded Live After Death, one of the best live albums ever. Um, so that's that's good news for New Japan coming over um, coming over here. But back to Atami, you're right. You have a you know. You can only do this for so long, especially, you know, sure, you can get your shoulder repaired and he's got a nasty scar uh, from it. But, you know, you re-injure it again. He's He's been here uh, two and a half years and has probably been active, not even a full year of it. Now, also, speaking of somebody getting injured, you probably read the, the report of Emma, Liverpool, England. Oh, no. Another, another shoulder injury. Oh, I didn't yep. hear that. Yep, that was earlier today. Emma suffers Damn. injury at WWE House Show. Liverpool, England, referee throws up the X. Uh, Emma takes a real bad landing in a match with Alexa Bliss during that knee shot in the corner. Had to be uh-huh. assisted backstage. Landed really, really badly. Had to be helped back. So there's a possibility that she is going to be out for the meantime as Kristoff gives himself a real nice scoop of cat food to keep on Sorry. making his way through the day. Xavier's hey, they run around your right feet, now. ma'am. They <laughs> run around your feet. You got to take care of the little guys. All right, there we go. Uh, yeah, she had to be helped to the back. Now, that means this week's Raw is taped, correct? It will be taped. It will be taped tomorrow, earlier tomorrow because they're in the UK, so it won't be airing live. So it hasn't been taped yet, but it will be taped. Um, so... So yeah, that that's a bummer, man. She's she's only been in like two or three matches on TV since she came back. That's a damn shame. That is a damn shame. Um, she got a great ass. Also, uh, you talk about people coming over from New Japan. I, I I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be dirt cheat comment section guy. Uh-huh. But uh, talking to someone here, I'm gonna do this right here. So uh-huh. I'm gonna do this. See this move this movement I'm making right yeah. here. Yeah, got to see that person a couple of days <clears throat> this week. Uh, for some events we were at together. Uh-huh. And he, through channels of people that he knows second and third hand, there's been Young Bucks talk. WWE Young Bucks right to main roster talk. Really? It got started with Matt Hardy has been tweeting about having them join the great game. He would love the Bucks of youth to join the great game, and the sure. broken Hardys and whatever else. It sounds like uh, this, this, this broken... Huh gimmick is not showing up anytime soon as impact has laid down the cash on uh, uh monetizing and copywriting the whole damn thing so it is it doesn't look like something they're going to go quietly into that good night with but no it'll, Matt, it'll get worked out though i i still think it's going to happen i still think it's going to happen I, I i hope it will happen i ain't gonna hold my breath for it because they could want it to happen but a legal process is not a quick process and yeah, this is one of those things where if they... All it's going to take is some cash. If they had the cash to do it, would they have done it by now? W- w- you're w- saying WWE, WWE doesn't have the money to do it? But no, not to the money, the desire. If oh. the WWE wanted that broken gimmick and to drop the cash, like you're saying, on the gimmick because it would be the best thing for them, according to the fan base, they would have done it. They haven't done it yet. Uh, I well, think this is going to get caught up in legal wrangling. And by the time that this legal wrangling is done, if they do get the broken gimmick... I think it's going to be too late. Unless they do it soon, it's going to be too late. I know we talked about this last episode. Yeah. They better do it. They better do it this summer. If they don't have, if they are not broken and weird and strange and covered in boats and drones, boats and drones, (laughs) boats and drones, (laughs) boats and drones, they they don't do a boats and drones video. Oh my God. Who's fucking, who's piloting Skarsgård right now? God damn it. They're leaving money on the table. I think it's, I think it's too late. I think they left money on the table and... If they do get it sometime fall next know. year, people are like, oh, I remember that. No, I... <sighs> the wrestling fan moves on so fucking quick from stuff, dude. We move so quick from shit. They do, but then when it comes back, uh, see, Goldberg, everybody's all up on the jock again. So, you know... Yeah, but that was that's different than this. That's a, This is a sustained... This is a sustained development. That was... 
15 years in the making. This is something very recent. This has got a different taste to it. Unless they do this thing, it's like if they wait and they brought the broken gimmick back in 10 years, then people will be like, oh shit, I remember that. If they do it next year, people are going to be like, eh. I feel like they're already planting the seeds for it, though. You know, uh, he's tweeting. Well, no, Matt and Jeff, like, legit, they didn't say delete, but they did the delete thing on Raw after Matt cut his promo on Cesaro. And Cesaro and Sheamus, after they turned on him at Payback on Raw, they, you know, they cut a promo um, discussing why. And they're talking about, you know, the Hardy Boys coming back as this nostalgia act and all this sort of thing. So I feel like they're kind of, they're kind of molding the storyline to to go that way and i feel like they wouldn't do that unless they were at least had a little bit of leeway in securing the uh the gimmick well it looks like as of may 6th uh according to si uh looks like impact has filed trademark claim on the broken gimmick as a propriety as a property of their own it's like they, they're they either going to raise the stakes to get that money, but they're not looking to come to the negotiating table. They're looking to own it. They're looking but to... Why? Just so someone else doesn't get it. See, that just makes... You know, coming it from makes not, you hate Impact. And right? I get I'm not much of an Impact fan to begin with. And that makes me just, just full-out fucking hate them as opposed if, to being ambivalent about them. That's I, a I've dick given move. up on... I've given up on watching a lot of Impact. It seems like there's been a oh my god, the oh, whoo! You thought it fucking started getting shitty a ways back. They've introduced all the global force champions, right? Yeah. So, so now Magnus there's like is back. Everyone's got a belt, right? Literally everyone in Impact has a belt now. You're either an X Division champion, a Next Gen champion, King of the Mountain, a King of the Mountain champion, Impact, a, glo- a Impact champion, a global champion, a global tag champion, Impact. Champion. Everyone's got a goddamn belt. So right. they're not known for their incredible decision making. So instead of going to the negotiating table and maybe working something out and maybe getting in the good graces of a WWE, it's leading me to believe that they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and just be the idiot pricks that we've shown ourselves to be recently and uh, take our ball and go home. This seems to be a real take our ball and go home thing. I, I think they mm-hmm. want, I think it's a, not a matter of them using the broken gimmick properly. They're not going to give that broken thing to anybody on their end, if they gave someone else the broken stuff in Impact, it would be Impact's version of fake Diesel, fake Razor, and do, everyone would hate it. Do not put Jeff Jarrett in charge of that. <laughs> no, no, do not let anybody else have the broken stuff. Either come to the negotiating table and work it out, or I, I don't know what they do to get it from them. But they're know. they're dig they're digging in on this thing, and it's looking like it's going to take way too long to get out of it. And I just uh. would hope, I want them to get it. Trust me, I'd love for them to have this thing. Yeah. I don't think it'll be over as it was, but it'll still be over. It'll still be fun. It'll still be so entertaining. Well, then do the but slow the- burn with it. Just <clears throat> just do the slow burn. Hopefully, you know, Jerry McDevitt and the team of WWE lawyers will be able to get it done. And then... Uh, Look at you dropping McDevitt's name, you fucking insider. Look at that. Come on. Everybody knows that. <laughs> By the way, um, there is just a little tease here. End of the month, I am not going to be around the last month, uh, the last week of May to June for Beach Bash. So, uh, just a little anticipation. There'll be a very special pre-recorded interview with Conrad Thompson from um, Something to Wrestle With. A second interview with him about his second podcast, the WCW one. Um, What happened when with Tony Schiavone. Yeah. All right, so cool. we'll talk about his second podcast. Wanted to set up a little something recorded. That will drop the week I am gone. Okay. So you will not go without your rough house. You'll have a special episode that weekend. It'll drop uh, whenever, Chris, you want to upload it sometime. Yeah, the week of June 3rd week. or 4th. You won't miss out on any rough, ca- rough house. And we'll make that free. Uh, no need to Wouldn't be it be the weekend, uh, the Memorial Day weekend when it will come out, though? That will be the weekend after. I would say I'll record it that week. And then I will have it to you to give out um, Memorial Day is on the 29th, that Monday. So say third or fourth. Well, yeah, but we won't, won't have an episode that weekend of Memorial Day weekend, though, then. You don't we think sh- we probably Day shouldn't week? be doing this on the show. We should probably figure this out. Ah, fuck it. I mean, I figure you and I can record. Ah, you know what? I can't do it that weekend either because I'm going to be in Charleston. Yeah, we got to figure some shit out. Well, we'll so, hey, guys. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, All right, let's talk payback. Else? Okay, yeah, let's talk payback. Okay, so uh, what do we have? A 
Pre-show Better match. show than I thought it was going to be. It was. I thought it was pretty damn good, actually, aside from the ridiculousness that was the House of Horrors. Yeah, let's get right into that. The, okay. the, the House of Horrors match that was not clearly defined. Right. And then someone leaks that day that there was the stuff that was filmed. It was shot. Um, weird. Uh, I'm not sure why Randy Orton's taking a topless limo to a murder house. That was odd. That was that was strange to begin with, and they mm. did break the thing up. Well, it, it, okay, so he took a let's just he took a limo wearing uh, jeans, elbow pads, and no shirt. Okay, uh, to haunted haunted house in the dark. Even though this is in San Jose, where it's four fucking p.m. and it's still bright out, so that illusion of continuity is gone. Okay. Um, you had creepy tractor going backwards and Randy Orton terribly acting like, oh, this is weird. Um, Orton walking into the like, you know, you know, like back in the day uh, before all the neighborhoods turned to shit. And, you know, you had that one house in the neighborhood that put on a haunted house just yes. for just for Halloween night. And, you know, you just, just for fun. We'll all get yeah. candy everywhere. But the Dickerson's down the street. Right. They like to turn their house into a thing. The Dickersons were a 10 out of 10 compared to this fucking thing. This house of horrors with, okay, let's hang some doll heads from the ceiling. Okay, we'll have a couple flickering lights, uh, and then I'll throw a fridge on you. That was pretty much it. Now, think of everything you just said. And you, the Rough House listener that saw the house of horrors match. <laughs> You're going to call and me I on want my broken you- shit right now, aren't you? This is the company that allegedly has this big fucking Lucasfilm quality budget that they're going to give to the Brokens because this is what they're doing with two of their biggest stars. When the broken stuff eventually shows up, don't hold your breath for it to be good okay. because this is the closest we're going to get to it. And you know they ain't letting Matt and Jeff direct that shit. That's what I was just going to say. At least ain't let it, let no not, not full way. on, not full on, but at least have some creative input into it. There will be zero fucking creative input. They will get no. What other, name me a single person whose name is Encina comma John that's got to say over fuck all that they do. That ain't this, that ain't this era. You don't. You think with fucking Orton can't have a say in it? Wyatt doesn't have a say in anything. Orton does not. Jericho Owens, the the Good Brothers don't. But they're gonna let Matt and Jeff Hardy go ahead and sit in the director's chair for them things. They ain't gonna. Uh, maybe it's gonna maybe look, it was part of their return contract. I, you're really holding out hope here, man. <laughs> I think it's sweet that you're holding out hope. But oh, the cool. House we of Wars match point counterpoint here. We gotta. No, yeah. it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad when they do the broken shit. I was watching that and being like. Well, this is that what we're going to get. Well, it wasn't good to broken. begin with. That's the whole charm of of the Brokens, but but it was sticky bad. It was it was it was it was grindhouse bad. It was Bruce Campbell bad. Well, yeah, it, yeah, and and that this has was its, not that. No, they wanted I know. this to be scary. They thought this and was it, scary and it was corny as shit. It was so it it was it was as bad as the broken stuff, but not intentionally that way, yes. which makes it way worse. Yes, exactly. The, yeah, it's a great way to put it. It was not as intentionally bad as the broken Matt Hardy stuff was. This was just so. T- this was. This took itself so seriously. This was, was a McGee film. This was. This was a Tyler Perry production. This people thought this was good, and it wasn't. No. Uh, and someone behind the scenes was like, "No, no, that was great. No, 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 seriously, that God, that fucking sucked." But I'm too scared to lose my job to say right. anything. Right. Here's the yeah. thing: I I would have been a little more accepting of it had it been self-contained in the house. Yes, I wanted it to be self-contained in the house. I didn't need it to get back into the ring. It at made all. no sense logistically. Uh, it made no sense in terms of the match. Why would the match have to finish in the ring? I, I, I know why, because you needed to have Ginger Ginger, Ginger Mahal and the Bollywood boys come down and get involved. Which, again, in Bray, Bray Wyatt couldn't win his own fucking match. Another one of his own fucking matches on his own. He needed the help from three other fucking people. Poor I am Bray really Wyatt. enjoying the possibility of Sheamus leaving Cesaro putting on a turban and becoming Ginger Mahal as a fucking tag team partner. That shit's hysterical. That is um, Ginger Mahal. He speaks, he speaks, whatever that fucking language is that that Ginger's spitting out. Gaelic. That whatever Ginger's speaking, he teaches a few. Yes. Holy shit. That's funny. 
But yes, Bray could not <laughs> win his own match <clears throat> without yeah. the help of Bollywood. And I, I'm, I'm loving Jinder right now. I love it. I'm loving that he's yeah. in it. I would have loved a post-match attack. But right. it, yes, Bray Wyatt again comes out of this the victor, but right. I did like Raw. <clears throat> On Raw, he did have one of the better instances of lights goes out, attack someone, lights goes out, he's gone. Yeah. They really racked up the speed real well of that. Yeah. To where I was like, that was pretty good. He showed up, shoved off Ben, lights go out, he disappears again very, very quickly. Right. That I kind of thought was pretty cool. They did a pretty yeah. good job of that. I like that um, too. But but then again, right. here's the thing. Now he's going to be in a program with Finn Balor. You know Balor's not losing that fucking program. So no. again, Mm-mm. you have Bray Wyatt just rattling off at the mouth and not accomplishing dick. I was going to say, are we back? Are we back to old Bray? Yeah. Are we back to? Oh man, what's the mysterious reason he's attacking this person? Oh, he has no reason. Well, let's see how the match goes. Oh, he lost the match. Moving on. Uh-oh, he attacked another random person right. this week. I wonder what the mysterious reason he's attacked. Rinse yeah. and fucking repeat. That's all it is. <clears throat> I he's... thought we had changed that with his title run, but I guess that was uh, that was an outlier. That yeah. was a dalliance. It's a bummer. It's a really fucking bummer, really, because they really had some momentum going for him with that Elimination Chamber win and the couple weeks after, and then WrestleMania happened, and then this abortion happened. So it's and... just... While I like the match, another match on the card, but reminds me of the treatment of Bray and one of those head scratching, what are you doing with this person? Is Alexa Bliss and Bailey. Now I love Bailey and I love Alexa Bliss and I like the fact that Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey, but it seems like Bailey might start to be floating into that Bray zone a little bit. That Bray and A, God love Alexa Bliss. Let her go onward and upward for her. Right. Not, not nothing away from. Uh, I'll, I'll have her be anybody and everybody six days a week, twice on Sunday. But Bailey is someone that you're starting to scratch your head. Like, I thought you guys would have had a better grasp of your own creation. What are you doing with this girl? That's the disconnect between NXT and main roster. Clearly, I mean, we've seen it. Obviously, she's not like a Apollo Cruz level sort of uh, failure. Not she's not a failure at all. Really. Not at all. But, but it's just not to the level of that slow, organic build into superstar. Like literal, not just the title of you signed with WWE. You're a WWE superstar. Bailey was a superstar in NXT, and they just have have not they they did it too quick i think that was the main problem they rushed it you know the 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 reason we fell in love with bailey is because we saw her lose to her best friends time and time again and then when you finally busted that nut all over her face and she won the big one i'm sorry what um it was just it was just like this big like big to do and it was great there's this whole celebration and it wasn't like a force like you know the whole alexa bliss on raw calling herself a goddess is fine or whatever but um when bailey won in nxt it was after a year and a half of or probably more of of just not being able to do it and they just they did it too soon she won the title within what six to eight months of of coming up on the main roster yeah and it just it just didn't have that organic feel to it anymore just and i i mean i know she's a fan favorite but you really kind of gotta look at it the same way of uh of roman reigns in a certain certain way because this was the person that they decided would be the next person to lead the division um roman reigns obviously you know has accomplished a lot in a short time as a solo performer at the top. And Bailey just kind of followed that route on the women's roster. And the fans didn't turn on her fully yet, but they're just, they just don't have. There's not that groundswell of support behind her that she had in NXT. There's not that same level of God, let this girl pull it off. Right. And because the storylines have been different. There's a current storyline in the WWE that I think she'd be perfect for, but I feel like they're using the wrong characters. And that's what's going on with Charlotte on SmackDown. You've got this, I'm going to call them the welcoming committee. They keep calling themselves the welcoming committee. Yeah, that's a terrible name. 
horrible name, uh, which is uh, you got Snooka, you've got Carmella, you got Natty, yeah, and, and James you've got Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. And imagine a group like that bullying a Bailey. Charlotte, yeah. I don't. Charlotte, I have full confidence in taking pretty much anybody out of in them. that group. All I four have, of them. I, I have full confidence in her emerging victorious over them. Yeah. Even in two on one situations, maybe a group beatdown. But if you had Bailey in that position with a group of nasty, awful, I mean, just pull the mean girls shtick. Yeah. Do the you can't sit with us routine the way she was bullied in NXT by uh, Sasha Banks backstage and shoved yeah. around and made fun of. I mean, use what worked. Because the stuff with Charlotte right now on the other side, I'm not sure where she's at. Are they trying to turn her face? I feel like they are. She comes to SmackDown. She's owed that title. She deserves that title. But right. here's a group of heels saying, we're going to help you out to get that title. You better accept our help. We're right. heels. You're heels. It's a very muddy program that that Charlotte character needed that. to be someone more intimidated by them. Bailey would have been perfect for it. Yeah, and I, I feel I I think I feel like they need to just I mean literally switch those two around, and you're finding them in a better position. Alexa Bliss, absolutely love her. Alexa Bliss, greatest what shutdown I've seen yeah. since the Undertaker back in the day with the say what if you bang your sister routine, <laughs> which was great. <clears throat> yeah, and that was probably the match she had with Bailey at Payback was one of the best, if not her best main roster match we've seen yet. She was very competently wrestled. They had a pretty good um, uh, rapport with each other, and they it made her look smart because she's five feet of uh, fury. You know, she's she's tiny, so she has to be smart. So when she threw Bailey and Bailey knocked her head on the ring post, she quickly storyline wise or whatever said, "Oh shit, her head's uh, vulnerable. I, I'm not even going to use my finisher. Just a DDT did it." And I thought yeah. that was mwah. Mwah. I thought that was that great. Was great. And, and holy shit. Um, uh, well, no, continue your thought. Continue no, no, thought. no, that was it. That was it. I was going to say, moving on to Strowman and Reigns, Ooh. who would have thought there would have been a clean, smooth victory, yeah. Strowman over Reigns. They beat the hell out of that poor oh guy. Reigns looks like vicious. he's just... They, Reigns got the S kicked out of him. Yeah, he did. He doesn't even show up on Raw. Neither um, of them did. Yeah, that, that it was it was such it was so brutal that neither one of them showed up. That, Although, that they said yeah. that both are injured, they're not done with each other. There's that photo that's going around that Titus sent out that people are saying Titus is in hot water now because he's tweeting right. out photos of all of them well, together. Plus he's getting sued by a cameraman on Swerve <clears throat> for beating for beating him up. I Did read about, about that. that? Yeah. I didn't see that episode where it was was it the I don't know if was it's, it the if shock it's aired chair? Yet. I don't know. I don't know if this is new or, or old, but he's he's apparently getting sued. So Titus Brand is uh, losing Not doing stock. well right now. You're either yeah. grabbing Vince McMahon or shattering cameraman's hands or tweeting out photos of Breaking bitter K-Fabe. rivals. Not taking the taking photos super of live, but... Yeah, but I mean, it's been on life support for years, if not dead during right. certain times of the year. Well, but here's my thing, like, and I'm fine with both of them not showing up on Raw to sell the injuries, but if you're going to give the guy an injury, don't give him an injury that if a quick Google search will let you know will take eight months to heal. You know, don't say he tore his rotator cuff. That's a that's a yeah. serious injury that could take six to eight months to fully rehab and get back in the ring, and then have him back in two weeks. I'm like, just well, give him something a, a little more realistic. Well, there's a reason why they did that. I know because he's such a beast. He he heals so quickly. Yeah, he's got Wolverine blood. Yeah, yes, that they, they they want they're trying to recapture some of that John Cena legitimate magic of man. John just healed from stuff. They called him Superman. Things that took eight months for others to heal from, he healed from in two months. Stroman, they're trying though? to do that. They're trying to do that with new people. They're trying to do that with yes. new people that, that he tears his rotator cuff, but he's just so damned superhuman that he's coming back I guess. from an injury way quicker. I think I man, this reeks of them being real high on Strowman. Vince no, McMahon loves his monsters. I am too. I'm thinking he's. I think they're fast tracking him. Yeah, and I'm 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 fine with that. My my only 
small squabble was was the length of the injury that that they're selling uh that they're telling that he's selling which is fine but the match the match was good you know roman did a better than average job of of selling the injuries um from the whole ambulance tipping thing um so that was good and the post post match beatdown was brutal you know i was like oh and i'm just, i know it was a blood capsule but still you kind of you kind of felt that oh shit he may have some internal bleeding here he got rocked with those fucking stairs it looked cool um and the crowd was full of assholes um chanting you deserve this to roman reigns as he's yeah wow being that was out they were oh. chanting you deserve it to them. oh that's Good fucked up god that's brutal that's fucked up i like yeah, even that's... i draw the line there i'm like damn yeah dude. i'm like i'm not sure if anybody deserves to have their chest collapsed yeah. in because <laughs> right. your indie darling isn't in this guy's spot right god damn guys dial yeah. it back a little bit that was a little much. Uh, another great shock of the night came in the first match when Jericho beat Owens. I don't think anybody was expecting that to happen for the yeah, U.S. Jericho title. Yeah, Jericho beats Owens. Obviously, then they go ahead and, and, and transfer it. Uh, he, so he, Jericho wins the title. He goes over to SmackDown. Right. Then he has what happens on SmackDown. Right. To and where he's now he's now out for a while. He'll be gone a real for a couple not, months. Love that bit. Love putting that uh, putting that chair around his yeah. neck, horse collaring with that chair. Yeah. Really adding adding that bit of viciousness back to Kevin Owens. And thank God the you know Reddit rumors were untrue. He's wrestling yeah. in his normal attire. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people were, were worrying themselves, thinking that Samoa Joe, I think they cleaned him up some, yeah. but he's not going to be out there wrestling around in a suit like some fucking 16-bit fighting game uh, <laughs> side-scroller boss. No, he's wearing his normal shit. They right. just cleaned him up some. But yeah, yeah, it sounds like he's out for a while, but will probably be back at some point. Yeah. And um, you know what? I'm fine. He's... This is once he turns from sticky cool dad into uh, having a little edge to him. And, you know, he got over stupid idiot as as a catchphrase. And he got over a list like that. He got over a pen and paper. That takes a certain talent set to be able to get over on such a huge scale. A list. This is truly the greatest run, I think, of his career. I think this is the greatest run of his career. Looking back to ECW, Chris Jericho, Lionheart, Chris Jericho. When <clears throat> the original NWO was forming and they were taking yeah. him out and then his feud with Dean Malenko, then the Millennium Man, then him being the first unified champion. Where his he took feud out. with Shawn Michaels was great. His feud with Shawn Michaels was great. I still think this, as far as pure entertainment, I think the wrestling with Michaels yeah. was better. Yes. But the entertainment yeah. with this... I don't think has ever been rivaled. I mean, he I think you're right. he had me interested in an Aiden English backstage segment yeah. Uh, yeah. where he put him on the list for yeah. crying. Yeah. I, I I dug the hell out of it. I really that was did. Good. That was good. He he's he's been great. And you know, you gotta. It, it just this last year alone has raised his stock on the list of greatest of all time. I think. Um, not that he was low to begin with on on that list. But he just made himself up on that list, and a lot of it has to do with Kevin Owens. You got to give Kevin Owens a lot yeah. of credit in that because their their fr- their friendship, as you know, uh, Kevin Steen and Chris Irvine, I think helped um, Kevin <clears throat> Owens and Chris Jericho really really make a lot of magic this past year. So that was really good. Um, what else happened on Payback? Uh, was there a tag match? Yeah, the tag Sheamus kicked out Jeff's teeth, and then yes. they, they uh, Sheamus and Cesaro attacked him after the match, which was which was fun, and, and a lot of post match uh, beatdowns in the past. Yeah, a lot of week. ass kicking after the pin. When I think about you had it. Uh, another tag team, um, uh, Big Cass and Enzo went over Gallows and Anderson. On yeah, the on the pre show, a decent Miz TV with Balor. Miz is just really entertaining. Like Miz is. Uh, Cowardice is this week on television uh, in the three way with Balor and yeah. Seth Rollins. Just throwing he, Maurice in front of him. Everything he said to Daniel Bryan on that talking smack about how safe he is yeah. and entertaining he is, that match with Balor and Rollins was great. Was the absolute just ultimate example of that. I'm entertained as hell, wanting them to get their damn hands on this yeah. guy somehow. He's entertaining the shit out of me when there's not a punch that's been thrown. Yeah. They're arguing with each other. Then he's trying to form alliances right. in the moment. Then he's using his wife. He is truly the best pure heel in that company right now on every conceivable level. Putting a woman in front of your opponent, yeah. running away, sneaking the pin. 
I mean, he yeah. did everything a classic heel should do at the end of that match. I was like, oh, this piece of shit. Yeah. How dare he be the number one contender of the IC title? And it was great. And Kevin Kevin Owens has the violent, vicious heel side down to a T. Miz has the yes. psychological side down to a T. Yeah, the conniving, the scheme. Yes. Hey, let's team together. And you you go do the dirty work. When he rolled it, when he powdered immediately, yeah. he was like, all right, you guys, go get each other. Yep. Go, 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 go get this. Was, go get this. It was outstanding. Um, I loved it. I loved that Miz segment. Yeah, so then the the big, super overbooked, but I'm not complaining because it set up a lot of good stuff. Final match the, the you just referenced, the, the th- triple threat for the the uh, number one contendership for the IC title. My only ups thing that makes me upset is that Dean Ambrose and the Miz, which was kind of what was happening on, on SmackDown, is just going to happen on Raw, which, which is fine. And the Miz is great, and Dean Ambrose is so fucking hokey. And just him calling Kurt Angle on the phone and all the stupid jokes he was making. I just, I can't get into Dean Ambrose, man. There's there's really nothing about that guy that I like, aside from the fact no. that he's banging Renee Young. And yeah, married. He is. He, they're, they're, they married, yeah. They married. There's not a lot going on with him in the ring that I'm like, oh, I want to see him wrestle because he's going to do X. Yeah. And out of the ring... It's very, uh, he's getting Chris Jericho corny dad. When Chris yeah. Jericho was doing cool dad, Dean is floating into that right now. For God's I mean, sakes, man, eat a car. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, him Him giving Balor his first donut and right. standing there while the, the drifter's drifting. <laughs> I did, I fucking hate the drifter, but just just him drifting, I, I kind of I love the drifter. That. I absolutely love the drifter now. I want the drifter to, I want the drifter to ha- to do what they wanted Emma to do, and that's never wrestle for one reason yeah. or another. She always had something going on with her. Well, now put him in the he's always here, but he never wrestles portion. Right. And I want him to wander until next WrestleMania. God, I want him to wander forever. He never wrestles. He becomes the Good, new JTG of the wrestler. WWE. <laughs> I want him to never wrestle. He yeah. forever wanders, and that's it. It's like, how are you? Why are you even back here? <laughs> how did you get back here? What is that two chord song you're playing? Uh, hey, what did you think of? What did you think of the fashion police? The fashion police segment. What, Justin, how do you think I felt about the fashion police segment? I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was. It was uh, okay. I smiled. I didn't. Come on. It was. You it son of it a was bitch. on the tightrope of wrestling comedy. It was on the tightrope. It didn't fall, but it was. There was a couple of moments where I had to stop and get its balance on okay. the way to the end. There was a lot of shit in the background that was really, really funny. Yes. There was a lot of stuff on the wall that it, it was funnier if you paused it and yeah. read the stuff on the wall. Than the, it was, yeah. The Vince McMahon the mugshot, stuff. the framed yes. photo of classy <clears throat> Freddie Blassie, um, mm-hmm. the uh, oh god, the who Ascension else was, the being Ascension. a bunch of uggos, closing yeah. the file on the Ascension, calling the Usos the uggos. Oh, t- all right, you're I'm you're fucking lying to me. If during when they were going through the charges, I'm laughing already. Just about to say it when Fandango's saying what they did, and Tyler Breeze is coming up with the charges. He said that's jaywalking, and then. Fandango says, and Jimmy walking. And I fucking laugh my ass off because those are their names. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You might be an insane person. That's right. fucking hilarious. Hey, <clears throat> I am loving oh. that they're getting airtime. And I think those skits have a ton of potential. Oh, yeah. But don't, ba- don't backslide any or we're going to get Gallows and Anderson in fucking lab coats again. Uh, Don't backslide. <laughs> keep, because that keep way lies forward. damnation. I'm, 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 I'm giving SmackDown writers the benefit of the doubt here. Because that was, you know, the spot on font and the, the tone and them making stupid everything. sound effects. It, everything. Oh, they wrapped it perfectly. It yes. was great. It was great. And I love it. So that's going to be at uh, Backlash 2017. Backlash. Usos yep. versus Breezango. Owens mm. versus AJ Styles for the great. United States Championship, which yep. is going to be fucking fantastic. Orton, Orton versus Jinder. Jinder, which I am actually pretty excited for. Yeah. And Shinsuke versus TBA. It's going to be Ziggler. Ziggler. There's no other, yeah. There can be no one other than Ziggler They've been working house that he shows. takes on. And this is going to be... Backlash is going to be a network-only event. It is not on pay-per-view. Oh, really? It is not on pay-per-view, which is what some people are now saying. One of the reasons that they're confident in the Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal program, because they're, they don't feel like they're 
cheating anyone by having a guy that was an afterthought months ago right. now is a main eventer, so they're not asking anybody that still buys pay-per-views to, to spend out. $50 yeah. on a pay-per-view. So it is going to be a network-only event. Okay. I mean, that's that's fine, but... Remember also you're in Chicago, so it's going to be a bunch of assholes in the crowd. There you're going to get a yes. CM Punk Channer Five, um, and man, I I'm not even worried about heat for that match. I'm just worried about disinterest. I'm worried about crickets until the RKO gets hit. Yeah, I gotta wonder. I ho- I hope people, the snarky Chicago crowd, is into the OMG WTF. Jinder Mahal is in a main event. With with the WWE champion right now, the WWE championship on the line, because this is some wacky shit. Like we we like something different. This isn't Orton Cena, which would drive them up a wall. This isn't Orton Roman. Right. This is Orton, who you know he wrestles up to or down to his opponent, and Jinder Mahal. Plus, they're going to be hot as balls for Shinsuke. Yeah. So I think they will be good that night. You are correct. There is going to be. Punk chance as far as the eye can see. So good luck with those guys. Well, and this is something <clears throat> I was reading online that, um, and I agree with. You, you look at it, and the prominence of the two main titles on SmackDown are kind of flipped because you've got Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal for the for the world title, but then you've got Kevin Owens and AJ Styles for the U.S. title. And, you know, from my point of view, I have way more interest in the U.S. title match than I do the world title match. So, which is good for the U.S. title, but not so good for the world title. So, you know, you kind of wonder, will they maybe put it on gender? Could they? Uh, you know, I, I, I would not at all say no. I wouldn't say no. I could see them doing something just to mix it up. I mean, he's been stealing the damn thing. He's got two dudes on his side with the Singh brothers. It does look good on him. I love that he was taking promo pictures with the thing already. He absconded uh, with it the week before. And I do think even if he doesn't win it, they've done a great job of elevating him to such an extent that if he floats away from it, it's really been a, a real good boost for gender that I think will pay off. Even if he cools off some, where he, wherever he settles will be far higher than where he was as just the jobber, as Rusev's second, yeah. Yeah. as the guy to get someone else over, as a Kurt Hawkins-style character. Right. Yeah. Now, no. the rumor is that Rusev is also going to have some sort of dalliance with the championship when he gets back now. That when he I'll gets back, Orton they're going to put him into Rusev, a main event. Or, it, you know, I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense for Jinder versus Rusev, but then Rusev's the face. Uh, you know what is... I want? I want exactly what you just said. R- Rusev, the, Rusev in the tank is gone. They I have know. undone Rusev in the tank and Rusev crush and Lana in the red suit unleashing her Russian super athlete on people. That is dead. It is in the fucking well, dirt. I don't think they'll be together. I definitely... Well, I'm saying I don't think that right, right, we'll right. ever see that iteration again. But what we have seen, the birth of very slowly, very quietly, social media through some some flashes on Total Divas, is a very funny, personable, yeah. charismatic guy in Rusev that could be a fun, destructive face. I think I would not mind at all just to freshen up the scene. If SmackDown is the land of opportunity, uh-huh. a Rusev face gender heel championship program where gender's got the belt. I'm, I would have no problems with that. I, it is new. It would be different. They have I history. think Rusev's creativity would sell it. Yeah. I got to wonder, do the flyover states, do they get into it? Do you got, you got a Russian and a Middle Eastern guy fighting yeah, for the title? Not really. Try and sell. Ouch, yeah, you try and fucker. sell. Sorry, the you know who's me. America on that shit, okay? <laughs> Try and sell the fucking MAGA crew on that, right. where we got a couple of people that's a sort of white and a definitely brown going at each other. <laughs> that's I, it's a hard sell it to is. the Toby Keith season ticket holder. What do I want for Christmas? Anything from Cabela's. Yeah. It's going to be difficult to sell that. I would like it personally. Yeah, that could work. Depending on what city you put that uh, that pay per view in, then yeah, if it's on uh, if it's on the coasts, you should be fine. Um, so, Christoph, as we as we wind down here, oh, we're about shit. an hour into it. Yeah, we're about we've been banging this bad boy out for an hour. Have you had a chance <sighs> to think of your of your of your prospective stable, a oh. possibility? And I'm not going to have you beholden to the three man. You can go and do 
whatever you so choose to. But I'm trying to think of anybody else who 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 would compliment. Do they have? They don't have to be on the same brand. No, anybody. Mix and match. Okay. 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 Do something along the lines of thinking of similarities. I went with trauma for the impact that their finishing moves caused. Yeah. Why not take someone like a Braun Strowman, a Rusev, a Mark Henry, three people that in dirt sheets are known for their extremely large dicks, and you call them the Throb Squad. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. That's it. I can't top that. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1-N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.